let me put this into context. How to take a loss. Most traders I've encountered over the many years of doing this job, they've been, you know, they, they have difficulty in separating the reality of losing a trade from the psychological sense of feeling like a loser. So, you know, there's quite a book, there's quite a few books out there that tell you or you know, give you information on how to make money in the market, but um, you seldom see books or articles written on how to lose money. So you will have heard um, that advice, whether you've been five minutes in or five months in or five years into your training career, cut your losers and let your winners run. You will have heard that before. Um, but how do you determine when a position is a loser you know, and when to cut your losses or when to let your winners run? So most traders um, I've met, um, they, they have difficulty with this. So at some level, traders equate losing with being a loser. And so that leads to frustration that makes them feel anxious, depressed, whatever. It's all negative, negative emotions. So in short, it interferes with their future decision-making process because their profit and loss is a blank check written against their self-esteem. So what do I mean by that? Well, once a trader is self-focused, you know, i.e. looking at themselves and not looking at the market and no longer focused on the market, then they're going to get emotional distortions in their decision-making process are in inevitable. So, you know, they, they, it's going to affect your decision. It's going to affect your decision to maybe cut your cut your trade or allow it to run because you're feeling a bit emotional because you've had a bit of a you know maybe you've had three losers in a row or, or whatever now you, you've all been there so i'm just stating the obvious but there is there is a way to help you there is a way to actually turn it into um you know allow using your losers to to actually help you so perhaps a, as a trader you've heard the saying um paying for information so this is where a trader can put on a small position to test the market um, then they might repeat this process a few times, basically test the underlying demand. Once satisfied, um, the trader may then move aggressively with a larger position to make money. So um, what's clever about this methodology is understanding that these losses are part of a grander plan. And if done correctly, a trader is not just losing money, he is paying for information. So, for example, if my maximum position size is 10 lots and I buy the highs of a range with one lot expecting a breakout, what I'm doing is I'm testing the water. While I'm not potentially moving the market or I'm not risking a great deal, I still have begun a test of my breakout hypotheses. So, you know, I'll sit, then I'll watch carefully and wait patiently while observing several of my confluences for confirmation. That's why often when you see me put a trade on, it probably happens that I, I, you know, I'll share the trade with you in the signal group, and then perhaps within a minute or a few seconds, you know, it it starts to move, it, either move in profit or move the other way. But it tends to move pretty much dead on. I don't put a trade on and then wait half an hour for it to move. Generally, it's because I, I'm sitting there and I'm prepping and I'm doing all this in the background already. So, um, how are the other averages behaving at the top of? top end of the range and I'll ask these questions um, how is the market absorbing the activity um, of the of the buyers and the sellers you know, it is like being a, a good scientist I'm gathering data to determine whether or not my hypothesis is supported whether or not my trade plan in this case is is gonna actually work um, so suppose the breakout 
doesn't materialize that it doesn't work and the initial move up falls back into the range on some increased selling pressure i'll take the loss of my one lot um but then what happens you know what do we do from there is that it are we done um well i guess the unsuccessful trader will respond with frustration anger you know probably ask himself why is he always getting caught out buying the highs can't believe you know the market's moved against me again you know it's impossible to trade you, you get that and because of that frustration and the associated self-focus looking at yourself you don't take any information from it you haven't really learned from it because you're too frustrated to actually sit down and journalize and 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 take and you know learn from your you know, there are lessons to be had valuable lessons which you're not taking from it whereas a successful trader on the other hand will see this you know see the losing trade losing one one lot as part of a greater plan so had the market broken nicely to the upside um, they'll be scaling in to that long position uh, with with maybe 10 lots or five lots six lots seven you know adding to that and and putting a proper risk on and maybe then risking one percent two percent of their position because they feel confident that this high probability setup is actually playing out and basically what have they done they've paid to know that this is this is a you know this is not a range bound market but if the, if it's a one lot is a you know if it's a loser then they've paid to know that this is a range bound market but also this may even become a good place for, for price to reverse so selling at the top so take a short to at least the bottom of that range and that could be your t1 so you know look at it this way if you put on a high probability trade and the trade fails to make you money you've just paid for an important piece of information the market is not behaving as it normally historically does according to you according to your strategy or, or what you were looking for so if a robust piece of economic news that normally sends the dollar screaming higher fails to budge the currency for example then you've just acquired a useful bit of info um, there's an underlying lack of demand for dollars so that information might hold far more profit potential than the money lost in the initial trade I hope that that makes sense. Um, there was a trader. Uh, you can look him up. His name's called. Er His name is Everett. Everett Clip. He's a distinguished trader with a 50-year track record of trading success. Um, he's also had a mentorship program where he's taught over 100 traders successfully. So speaking about his system of short-term trading, which is intraday trading, similar to what I do. Um, he said that you have to love to lose money and hate to make money to be successful. And that's me all over. That suits my characteristic and my style of trading. That's who I am as a trader. It's against human nature, what he teaches and what he practices. But he says you have to overcome your humanness. So his system um, is quick to take profit, hence the idea of hating to make money. But even quicker to take losses, loving to lose money. So instead of viewing losses as a threat, Clip treated them as an essential part of trading. Taking a small loss reinforces a trader's sense of discipline and control. That's what he believed, and I believe that too. Losses are not failures. Simple as. So here's a question any trader should ask themselves as part of their checklist or trade plan when entering a high probability trade. What will tell me that my trade is wrong? And how can I use that info to subsequently profit? If you're trading well, there are no losing trades. Only trades that make money and trades that give you the information to make money later.